Kimbo Slice was at one point one of the biggest names in MMA, and that was due to his rise in popularity online when his infamous Miami street fights were viewed by millions. But he was a controversial figure in the sport of MMA as many fans and fighters were not happy to see him receive so much money and attention with so little fight experience. So how good was Kimbo Slice actually? Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I want to talk about Kevin Ferguson, who is better known as Kimbo Slice. Today marks four years since Kimbo passed away, but he left behind a legacy unlike any other fighter in combat sports history, which is why in this video I'll be covering every fight Kimbo ever took part of. Because looking at his entire fight catalog will really give you an understanding of how special his career was. Before we get to the video, let me give a shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. You can get early access to my content and a shout out before every video if you become an undisputed member today. Now let's get to it. Kimbo's combat fighting career started in 2003 where he began to participate in street fights around Miami for extra money as the winners of these fights make $3,000. Kimbo's first fight was against Big D. From the start, it was obvious that Kimbo was a faster and stronger fighter as he connected immediately and even allowed Big D to swing on him with his guard down. But Kimbo was unfazed and continued throwing punches until Big D had enough due to a cut on his eye. He continued his dominance in the street fighting circuit by defeating Dreads and Adrian. In these fights, he pressed forward, displayed good head movement, and threw powerful punches that were too much for these men. He did fight a guy named Chico who dropped him with a right hand. But Kimbo came back and pressed forward with punches before connecting with right hands that dropped Chico. Credit to Chico for showing so much heart in this fight. But the damage and pressure became too much which ended the fight. There was one time Kimbo fought two guys in one day. His first fight was against Afropuff. And it was possibly Kimbo's most dominant showing as Afropuff had no answer for his speed and power. After Afropuff realized he made a mistake to sign up for this fight, Big Mac immediately stepped in and began swinging. But Kimbo was pressing forward and connecting with punches that began to slow down Big Mac. The momentum really began to shift when he connected with an uppercut that dropped Big Mac. I have to give credit to Big Mac who continued to stand back up regardless of being wobbly on his feet. Even when the ref called an end to the fight after the last knockdown, Big Mac still wanted more. Kimbo once fought a man named The Bouncer and he looked to be in trouble early after getting dropped with the left hand. But Kimbo went for a desperation takedown which led to both men into the tool shed. As The Bouncer ran away, he got caught with uppercuts and knocked him out. Or did it? It did, but he came back after a lengthy break and credit to him for pressing forward and throwing everything he had. But Kimbo was the fresher fighter and began displaying his lightning fast head movement as well as connect with punches to the body and head which led to another knockdown and the end of the fight. As many wins as Kimbo had in the streets, he did lose a fight to a Boston police officer named Sean Gannon. Gannon dropped Kimbo early and had him in a guillotine choke. But Kimbo managed to escape with the help of his cornermen and began to land heavy ground and pound. But Sean got back up and was clearly the fresher fighter as he continued to connect with punches while Kimbo was on defense mode. The fight could have been stopped multiple times if it wasn't for Kimbo's corner stepping in whenever Kimbo was in trouble. Even when Gannon knocked Kimbo down, the crowd literally went over a 20 count. The fight finally ended when a severely exhausted Kimbo couldn't even stand up. This was his only loss in the streets. Regardless, he gained a lot of notoriety from these fights after they went viral online, which led to Rolling Stone magazine dubbing him as the king of the web brawlers. This popularity was perfect for him to make his way to professional fighting after he expressed interest in MMA. His first fight was an amateur bout against boxing legend Ray Mercer. A month prior to the fight, Kimbo began training with MMA legend Boss Rutan. He immediately rushed in and secured a takedown. Ray managed to get back up only to get hit in the body by knees. Kimbo had Ray against the cage and began throwing a bunch of punches, knees, and elbows before securing another takedown. 
takedown. Ray managed to reverse Kimbo, but in the process was caught in the guillotine choke that forced him to tap. After this win, Kimbo signed with Elite XC and made his professional MMA debut against Bo Cantra. It was a quick and dominant performance from Kimbo, who connected with his famous uppercut, followed by an elbow that sent Bo to the mat, where he was finished by strikes. The fight lasted 19 seconds. In February of 2008, Kimbo fought MMA pioneer Tank Abbott. Tank pressured forward immediately, which left him exposed. Kimbo took advantage by throwing a bunch of punches before connecting with a nice combo that ended the fight. This fight only lasted 43 seconds. On May 31st, he fought James Thompson. Kimbo was the aggressor on the feet before James secured a takedown. And when Kimbo got back up, he looked to be trapped in a guillotine choke. But then he got out and secured his own takedown where he got close to locking up a brutal neck crank. But James escaped and ended on top. From there, he attempted a Kimura, but Kimbo used all his power to reverse James and connect with heavy ground and pound before the end of the round. In the second round, Thompson was in trouble after getting caught with a left hand. But he somehow survived and began to land knees in the clinch. James secured a takedown but got locked in a guillotine that had him in trouble for a moment before securing top position. The two got back up and Kimbo began to pick Thompson apart on the feet. It seemed like James was out but he managed to take down Kimbo and throw heavy elbows and punches until the end of the round. It was an awesome fight. And the brutal action continued when Kimbo connected with the right hand that popped Thompson's cauliflower ear. Yeah, I definitely can't show that. But this was the beginning of the end as Kimbo began to land a bunch of strikes that forced Dan Mergliata to step in. In October, he was supposed to fight former UFC Super Fight Champion, Ken Shamrock. But Ken sustained a cut on his eye hours before the event. Kimbo was given three options by Elite XC, which included Charles Rosa, Seth Petruzzelli, and Ken's brother, Frank. Kimbo's team refused to take a fight against Frank, no matter how much money they were given. So ultimately, Seth Petrozelli was chosen as the opponent for Kimbo, who also received a raise in pay. Breaking in $500,000, which at this time, made Kimbo one of the highest paid fighters in MMA. But the performance was shocking, as he got knocked out by Petrozelli 14 seconds into the first round. Controversy came after this fight when Seth admitted that Elite XC bribed him to not take down Kimbo, so the fight can remain standing. And even though Petrozelli retracted his statements and the investigations concluded in no wrongdoing, Elite XC took too much financial damage and had to shut down. So the obvious move for a big name like Kimbo was to join the UFC. But President Dana White insisted that if Kimbo wanted a contract, he'd have to win it through the Ultimate Fighter. Kimbo agreed and entered the show where he was the first pick by coach Rampage Jackson. His first fight was against former IFL heavyweight champion Roy Nelson. Kimbo looked good early on the feet as he connected with fast and heavy strikes and also defended Roy's first takedown. But Nelson eventually secured the takedown and locked Kimbo in a mounted crucifix where he threw punches on his head until the remainder of the round. In the second, Kimbo looked good on his feet again and seemed to have cracked Nelson's granite chin. But Roy secured another takedown and finished the fight with punches and another mounted crucifix. It was an unfortunate loss, but the UFC gave Kimbo another fight at the Ultimate Fighter finale against Houston Alexander. Despite Houston being the more experienced fighter, he was very tentative in throwing anything and spent the majority of the fight circling around. Kimbo on the other hand was the aggressor in the striking as he tagged Alexander with heavy shots a few times in this fight. His ground game was also noticeably improved as he secured multiple takedowns which included a really nice suplex in round 2. In the end, his performance was enough to earn him the unanimous decision and another fight with the UFC. So at UFC 113, Kimbo fought Matt Mitrion. Kimbo looked good early by securing a few takedowns, but Mitrion threatened with a triangle choke and a gator roll. When on the feet, he was connecting with the leg kicks that really began to slow down Kimbo. The leg kicks continued in round 2, which ultimately led to Kimbo being finished on the ground by strikes. After the loss, Kimbo was cut by the UFC, but he quickly began to show interest in becoming a professional boxer. So he made his debut against James Wade in August of 2011. He won the fight in 17 seconds after he connected with a big right hand that knocked Wade out cold. 
His second pro boxing match was against Tay Bledsoe. Tay was on defense the entire fight as he had no answer for Kimbo's power. The fight finally ended when Kimbo connected with another big right hand that knocked his opponent out cold. His next fight against Charles Hackman was the first to go all four rounds, but Kimbo was able to pressure and connect with the harder shots for a majority of the fight which led him to a decision win. His next fight against Brian Green was the one where he faced the most adversity as Brian began to pick him apart in the later rounds. Kimbo was most likely on his way to losing this fight, but he pulled off a miraculous comeback when he knocked out Green with an uppercut 3 seconds before the fight was gonna go to the judges scores. After this win, Kimbo continued the momentum with knockouts against Jesse Porter and Howard Jones, which both ended within the opening minute. In 2013, Kimbo went to Sydney, Australia to fight Shane Tilliard. Kimbo threw heavy bombs early but ended up getting rocked by a left hook that had him out on his feet. But he managed to survive and continued to press forward and land heavy punches. But Tilliard countered back as well. Overall, it was a wild first round. And it got wilder when Shane connected with Haymakers before Kimbo secured the takedown. Yeah, he went for the takedown. When the fight resumed, both men continued throwing with bad intentions, which left everyone on the edge awaiting for one punch to land. And that's what happened when Kimbo connected with a hard shot to Shane's liver that ended the fight. I could only imagine how impressed Boss Rutan was. This also turned out to be his last pro boxing fight as he decided to go back into MMA by signing with Bellator, making it over 5 years since he last fought in the sport. His first fight was the long-awaited matchup against Ken Shamrock. Although Ken secured a takedown and almost locked in the rear naked choke, Kimbo escaped and got to his feet where he ended the fight with heavy punches that dropped Ken and forced Big John to step in. People say this fight was fixed, but I just saw it as two old men who didn't have the same speed or stamina as they once did. At Bellator 149, Kimbo fought Data 5000 who was also a popular street fighter that also turned pro. The childhood friends became bitter rivals and that was on full display in their legendary press conference that had MMA legends Ken Shamrock and Hoist Gracie in laughter. But the fight itself was widely regarded as one of the worst fights in MMA history. The two gassed out immediately after swinging wildly at the start of the fight. It ended up becoming such a lethargic fight, and neither had the energy to put the other away, even though they both looked completely out on their feet. People call it the worst fight, but it could also be seen as the most comical or the most bizarre, or even all three in one. Somehow this disaster of a fight made its way to the third round where it ended with a right uppercut that knocked Dada out on his feet before he plummeted to the ground due to a heart attack. Dada was pronounced dead twice before being brought back to stable condition at the hospital. And on top of all of this, Kimbo tested positive for Nandrolone and elevated testosterone levels, which changed the result of the fight to a no contest for both men. The only good thing to come from all this was that it became Bellator's most viewed fight as it attracted 2.5 million viewers. Kimbo was expected to fight at Bellator 158 in a rematch against James Thompson. But sadly, on June 6, 2016, Kimbo was rushed to the hospital where he died of a heart attack at the age of 42. So after a long combat fighting career that saw him become one of the biggest stars in any fight he was in, how good was Kimbo Slice actually? So Kimbo was truly an athletic force who used his power and speed early on to walk down his opponents and pick them apart with strikes. But what impressed me more was how he actually began to show love and appreciation for martial arts and did his best to learn as much as he could in such a short time. Because Kimbo finally became a pro fighter at the age of 33. Imagine if he entered MMA at the age of 25. By his 30s, I could have seen him as a top heavyweight. Kimbo was a fast learner and showing great improvement early on. But his aging and injuries stopped him from developing into a world-class fighter. Which brings up the question did Kimbo make the right decision by starting his career off as a street fighter instead of entering the pros from the start? In a fighting perspective, maybe he didn't. And I'll be nice and give his MMA career a 7 out of 10. And I know that's definitely pushing it. But his combat sports career as a whole is a 9 out of 10. Think about how he only lost 4 fights in all of MMA, boxing, and the streets. And in every fight he was in, he was a superstar. That's why in terms of popularity, he 100% chose the right path as he had to come up on like any other fighter in combat sports history. He went viral on the internet 
internet before going viral was even a thing. And he did it with pure brutality and looks that match the part, which quickly made him one of the biggest names in the sports of MMA, boxing, and street fighting. And his transition into MMA received mixed reception from fans and fighters. But that only added more eyes as you had people who were rooting for and against Kimbo. I mean, you have to admit it's pretty impressive how he went from making $3,000 in street fights to $500,000 in Elite XC. That was the star power Kimbo possessed. But behind his intimidating exterior, Kimbo was known as a very friendly, humble, and kind family man who just loved to fight. No, he wasn't the greatest by any means, but he had so much heart and that was displayed many times throughout his career. So regardless of how the fight went, they were always a spectacle. And that's because Kimbo Slice was the spectacle. I guess whenever I decide to shave the beard, that's when I'll probably put Kimbo at rest. But would Kimbo ever be at rest? My name is Keon and this is my take on how good Kimbo Slice actually was. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put it in the comments down below because I love to read it. One last question I have from this video is how do you think Kimbo would have done in bare knuckle boxing? I think that fight promotion would have been perfect for him. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you in my next one.